Welcome to the Gangster of Consciousness. My name is Catherine McIntosh, rebel, entrepreneur, mom, global access consciousness certified facilitator, body intuitive, and founder of the No Judgment Diet, bringing you conversations to inspire you to follow your knowing and be the rebel by listening to your gut despite what anyone else might say. This is about being willing to go against the norm to create magnificence in every area of your life. Genius was not created by following the rules. Welcome, everybody, to the Gangster of Consciousness. I'm so excited for this episode. So I've been having a lot of time to think about this topic in particular. And last week as I was uh, coaching and doing a group coaching call, I had this like huge aha. And I unfortunately don't even remember the topic. I think it was around money, but I went, oh my God. Oh my God, (laughs) your point of view creates your reality. Your reality does not create your point of view. So today's episode is all about your points of views. And it really, truly is such a profound moment when you realize that everything that is occurring in your life is based on your point of view. So if your point of view is life is hard, guess what? You will attract life being hard. If your point of view is life is magical and yes, we have some moments we might need to move through, well, then you will create your life as a magical magical experience. And here's the thing that I hope that you get is... Your version of your life is irrelevant. Other people's judgments or points of views of your choices is irrelevant. And here's what I want to say about that. So years ago, I was in Mexico checking in for a hotel, getting ready to to facilitate a five-day workshop with a coworker. And we were like, yes, this is amazing because it was our first major live retreat. We were in Mexico in this gorgeous home on the beach, like ready to rock and roll, created the content, got everything ready and like really moved through this workshop with such ease. And one of my favorite things to do on the planet is to facilitate workshops. And so it has been so challenging with the nature of life to spend the last year and a half not doing live classes. In fact, a month before COVID started in the U.S. or the lockdown started in the U.S., um, I had a four-month world tour planned. (laughs) And then I had to cancel the whole thing. And it was really exciting to facilitate some of these classes in different ways and different formats online, but there's something really magical, magical, magical. That's a new word. There's something really magical about getting in a space together and watching people 
transform, watching the light bulb moments. And it happens online too, and it's so amazing. But I'm a hugger, so my personal preference sometimes is just to get down and dirty in the live events, in person, and you know, facilitating change with people's bodies and changing their lives, changing their businesses, watching their relationships transform, watching their parenting transform. And, you know, it's, it's just a magical moment. So here I am in Mexico checking in for the hotel. My coworker checked in, got her room and I'm checking in and she's looking at me going, why can't they find your room? How come they can't find your room? And so maybe 10 minutes passed and I had an amazing conversation in Spanish. I'm fluent in Spanish. So I got to practice, which was always fun for me. And it was 10 minutes right? I have two last names and they just had it under a different last name than I thought. So it was not a big deal. (laughs) And I was having this magical moment. And then she turns to me and she says, why do you always have to make everything so hard? (laughs) And I was like, that wasn't hard. That was so much fun. What are you talking about? And I'm saying this because For many years, I bought her point of view. And now, years later, we we no longer work together (laughs) for many reasons. Um, And I'm so grateful for the time we did work together, right? Because I learned a lot. But most of all, throughout the course of my life, all of the people that have been in my life have been my greatest teachers, Where am I willing to give up my reality, my point of view, my magic in favor of somebody else's point of view? And if you're listening to this podcast, I bet somewhere in your life you've given up your point of view and you've given up your magic for somebody else. And so as I say that, I just want to invite you into considering what if nobody else's point of view was relevant to your reality? What if there was a universe of possibilities that if you stayed true to you would open up your entire world? And so your point of view truly creates your reality. And this is a tool that has come from access consciousness and it has changed my life. So If you're sitting there and you think life is hard or life is unfair or bad things always happen to you, well, guess what? You're creating, attracting that. So start to ask a different question. Start to change your point of view. And some of you might be sitting there going, easier said than done. Yeah, just like getting in shape. Easier said than done sometimes. Just like changing your financial reality, easier said than done sometimes. Just like maybe putting yourself on a budget, easier said than done. Like when COVID started, I needed to teach myself how to cook because I was the girl who went out every night for dinner or ordered takeout, right? And then I learned to cook and I was like, oh my God, there's a world of possibilities available with food. I didn't even know food could be that healthy and taste that good. And then my body changed because I changed my cooking. 
right? And I change a whole lot of other things, but it's like you change your point of view. So I'm, you know, how old I am and, and <laughs> we won't tell you online. No, it's okay. You can probably look it up. It doesn't really matter. But it's like, it's like I see some of my friends from growing up or from high school and a lot of them look older than I do. And sometimes I look older, but I'm also in better shape than I've been in a really long time. So if you have a point of view that your age limits you, well, guess what? You create that. If you have a point of view that, gosh, you're 40 something and never been married and always been single and don't have kids and it's too late, well, guess what? You'll create that. If you have a point of view that you're 65 and it's too late to start your own business, well, then like, it's like, no, it's never too late to change. It's never too late to do what you love. It's never too late to change your mentality from victim to the freaking creator of your life, right? To the creator of your destiny. And so how do you do that? You do that by starting to ask questions, right? So if you want to begin to change your point of view, let's say you always feel like people are against you. Maybe you feel discriminated against. Um, And maybe that is true. One of the things that you can start to ask is just this question of what else is possible? What else is available here? right? And we're all like, there's all these challenges that each of us have. Some of us have much deeper challenges than others. And, you know, I always used to say to people, you never know what happens to behind closed doors. And you also never know somebody's experience, right? There was a, a story I heard about a man who was on the subway um, and his children were being kind of rambunctious and he was kind of just letting them have it. And somebody got in a huff around, why can't you, you know, parent your children or why can't you discipline them? And he's like, we just came from their mother's funeral and I'm not really sure how to talk to them right now. And so you never know what somebody's going through. And even that story, it makes me want to cry because we may think we know by looking at someone, but we never know, my friends. And so you may want to check your judgment radar in that area of your life. And are you quick to judge others, right? Are you quick to judge yourself? Are you quick to judge a situation and come to a conclusion versus sit there and ask a question. So back in Mexico years ago when I was checking in those hotel and I could feel my my business partner like judging the crap out of me, I just decided to turn up the volume on my joy. I started to talk to, you know, the person behind the desk who's helping me out and just be as joyful as possible. And the more joyful I got, the more pissed off my, my business partner got. And I was like, well, isn't that interesting? Other people's points of view of your choices are not your problem. Other people's judgments of your choices are not your problem. 
And I even would go so far as to say, your judgments of you are not your problem. And what do I mean by that? Now, if you're entertaining the judgment, if you're making the judgment real, if you've decided that that judgment is something you need to wear on your sleeve like a badge of honor, then that judgment is relevant because it will limit an area of your life. So if your judgment is you don't know how to lose weight or you can't lose weight or you are a bigger person and that limits your choices in your life, then you're going to create that as your reality. So it is your problem if you have that judgment, which means you're the only person who's capable of changing it. You can't change other people's points of views. You can't change other people's judgments. You can't even change other people's perspectives by trying to change their perspective. You can only change somebody's perspective by choosing your choice, by choosing your perspective, by choosing to do whatever it is you would like to do. What is that sound? Hopefully it's not coming through on the thing. Yeah. We don't need any echoes up in here, right? And so, my friends, your point of view creates your reality. So here is a perfect example. Is if you're somebody who's been trying to lose weight or get fit or tone up and you have gone on, right, like... The average woman goes on eight diets a year. The average woman also spends um, around $1,500 a year on diets. And if you're somebody who's like, oh, a diet is the way to lose weight, you will always look for a diet. But if a diet hasn't worked long term, which means more than a year, If a diet doesn't make you happier long-term, that diet isn't really working because it's not sustainable, right? What, do you want to be thin and miserable the rest of your life? (laughs) I don't think I want to sign up for that club. So my friends, it may not be the diet that you need to change. It may need to be your point of view. So I was one of those girls who had spent over $250,000 in her lifetime over two decades trying to lose weight. And, you know, I even went to a, a grad school that was going to cost me close to $100,000 because I went to go study somatic psychology, the, the psychology of the body, because I was like, I'm so screwed up in this area of my life. Notice my point of view there. Notice I didn't ask a question. So the quickest way to change your point of view is to ask a question. And so I was one of those people who had the point of view that I'd never be able to be happy in my body. I'd never be able to love the skin I was in. And one moment um, when my son was two months old, I had a moment in the mirror that most of you have probably heard this story and a light bulb went off and I went, Oh my God, I'm going to go on a year long, no judgment diet. And I put myself on a year long, no judgment diet, which meant I would eat whatever I wanted to eat. I just couldn't judge what I was eating, which meant that 
I wasn't allowed to judge the clothes I was wearing. I wasn't allowed to look at myself in the mirror and judge my naked body or even my clothed body. And in that year, my entire life changed. Because why? I changed, I forced myself to change my point of view. So instead of my normal routine of looking in the mirror and finding all the things I could that were wrong with my body, I started to look in the mirror and go, "Uh uh-uh, ain't nobody got time for judgment, right? Like, I would literally put my hand up and be like, stop it. And then I'd force myself, notice, force myself. I forced myself to change my point of view. So I forced myself to, instead of looking for things to judge and criticize and ridicule, I forced myself to find things that I could be grateful for for my body. And when I went on that year-long no-judgment diet, oh my goodness, not only did I lose weight and change shape and go from, I think, like a size 8, 10 to a size 4, 6, right? Now, sometimes I'm a 2, 4, sometimes I'm a 6, but I really don't have a point of view about it. It's more just like, all right, body, like, what do you want to wear? And how much fun can you have living? And I got to say, for the first time in my entire life, I wake up and I know exactly what my body wants to wear that day. I know exactly how it's going to make me feel. I know exactly what it's going to create. And I put on clothes, it takes me five minutes or less to get dressed, and then I'm out the door. And back in the day when I was judging me, and my point of view was I was fat and ugly, it would take me half an hour, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour and a half. I remember one time it took me three hours to get dressed and get ready to go out. And by that time, I was in tears on a pile of clothes in my closet, right? It's part of one of the chapters of my book that's coming out soon. Um, and it's that experience of, of knowing the suffering and the torture and the self-ridicule and the self-sabotage of creating a reality based on a point of view that I was fat and ugly. And so my life wasn't easy living in my own skin. And it was all self-created and self-generated. So, my friends, there is a world that is available for you to choose, but it has to start with you. It has to be what's the internal game that you need to change with yourself. What's the internal game with your relationships you need to change with yourself? And What's the internal game with money, with your business, with finances, with communication, right? 90% of communication is (laughs) nonverbal. I have to remind myself of that on a daily basis since I'm such a talker. But it's like, and the same thing applies with the body. If you want to change your body, it's an internal game first because I'm sure those of you that resonate with my no judgment diet story, you can give one 
to 10 to 1,000 examples of going on a diet and it not working for your body. Why? Because what was your point of view about the diet? What was your point of view about your body? What was your point of view about your life at the time that you were doing that diet? And I guarantee that underneath was a iceberg or an ocean of thoughts, feelings, and emotions that were not in alignment with your action, right? So if you want to lose weight, love your body first. Have gratitude for your body first. Then take action. Then do the diet. Then go on a cleanse. But don't do a cleanse while you're judging the crap out of yourself, (laughs) Because that ain't gonna get you very far long term. It'll get you. It'll dig a, a deeper hole, right? Deeper misery. You can you can then misery loves company, right? You can go start a support group. <laughs> so, um, anyway, my friends, hopefully this conversation opens something in your world where you can discover. What's available for you to choose? Because the truth is only you know. Only you know the places where you're lying to you. Only you know the places where you're not being 100% true. Only you know where your thoughts, feelings, and emotions aren't matching your actions. And really, you're the only point of view that matters in your life, right? Other people's points of views, I'm telling you, they aren't relevant. And as a business owner and an entrepreneur and a mom who loves creating and loves doing things differently and loves being on that rebellious edge and diving into consciousness in a totally different way, I totally resonate with getting these inspirational ideas and then thinking it's a great idea to go share it with the world before I actually create it. And I got to tell you, when I share with the world what I'm creating before I create it, it's really hard to, to get those creations, like to give them momentum because all of a sudden I've become aware of everybody's points of views of, you can't do that. That's a crazy idea. That'll never fly, right? So we've all been there. We've all done it. And um, this is your invitation today not to wait. What points of views can you begin to change? And then what questions can you start to ask? So just like being diligent with putting on your running shoes and going for a run every day or working out every day or doing yoga every day or, you know, committing to your practice, whatever that is for you every day, you got to commit to stopping your points of views in their tracks. And so the best way I know how to do that, it's something from the No Judgment Diet and a 30-day course in Possibilities, which is designed to get you to change your point of view with your body so your body can change. But here's the deal. Here's the secret. Not just your body will change. Your whole life could change. I've had people from around the world that have taken this course in Possibilities and been like, 
I don't believe you, Catherine, right? And they've come up to me three months after taking the course or six months after taking the course, and they say, oh, my God. <laughs> I've had people give me gold coins. I've had people give me $5 bills, $20 bills, and saying, you were right. My whole life changed because what? When you start to open Pandora's box of judgments and go, wow, I didn't realize all these points of views were there. It begins to open up different areas of your life in magical and mysterious ways. So my friends, I hope this conversation sparked a possibility in you. So stop your points of views in their tracks. If they're not generative, if they're not expanding your life, if you're not happy in a particular area or all areas of your life, stop the judgment, stop the places where you think you're a victim, stop the places where you blame external circumstances. And in that moment, after you stop it, think of something you can be grateful for and then think of a question you can ask. And if you are all out of questions to ask, the go-to standard that you can ask is what else is possible here, right? So if you're judging your body and you go, stop it, and you think of something you can be grateful for with your body, when I did this exercise in The Course in Possibilities, it took me a long time to find something I could be grateful for. So I was like, well, I guess I like my eyes. <laughs> like the neck down was not something that I could find when I looked in the mirror. I couldn't find what to be grateful for with my body. So I just was like, oh, my eyes. I like my freckles. Oh, I like my smile. And then gradually it started to grow and go, wow, you've got a strong belly. That belly has laughed a thousand laughs all over the world. And I'd be like, oh, those legs, those legs are strong legs. Those legs won the game-winning soccer goal with a minute and 30 seconds left. And the whole crowd went wild to put our team into the finals and we ended up winning state my senior year in high school and I will never forget that moment it was a minute and 37 seconds left on the clock and I scored the game winning goal and I was like those legs those legs created some magic those legs scored a lot of soccer goals those legs ran a lot of miles those legs mountain biked up mountains all over the world those legs they hiked Machu Picchu. Like, I just got to go. Those legs have walked hundreds of miles all over the world. And I would say, oh, they've seen the streets of Rome and the pyramids of Egypt and the, you know, the, the tallest building in Dubai. Those legs have taken me all over South America with a backpack on my back. And so you start to find these things that you can be grateful for. And then if you want to change it, right? You can ask a question like, what else is possible? Or here's a great question, which is, hey, what foods would make me feel sexy today? Here's another question is, is what reality would I like to create with money? Not, oh my God, I will never make enough. That's a conclusion. So stop those points of views and stop those conclusions in their tracks. My friends, you're invited to discover a different possibility. And if you'd like to access 
um, some of the things that I've talked about today, you can check out my website at katherinemackintosh.com. And um, A Course in Possibilities, for those of you looking to create change and change your relationship with your body and change the internal conversations you're having with your body, I highly recommend this course. It's truly a game changer. So with that being said, my friends, thank you for joining me today. If you liked this episode, please leave a comment. Feel free to share it on social media with your friends and um, like us on iTunes and we will see you next time. Bye for now and thanks for listening. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If you liked what you heard, if you were inspired, comment, send us an email, let us know what changed for you and feel free to share with your friends. Also make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes and inspiration so you can create what hasn't yet been created before. It takes guts to do what you're doing So if you're ready to be the rebel, follow me on Instagram at Catherine underscore Macintosh and follow the No Judgment Diet on Facebook and Instagram for the latest and greatest tips to tap into your brilliance and unleash your awareness. Genius was not created by following the rules.